The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. If you say who are the five best football players on the Texans, I mean, obviously Laramie Tunsil. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're may, Maybe uh, Zach Cunningham's probably one of the five best. It doesn't mean he's good. Justin Reed, Bradley Roby. And I, I, might, I might even say maybe Brandon Cooks. Okay, now I want you to think about the four names you gave. On any good team in the league, would any of those guys be a top five player? I don't think any of those guys would start. A lot of people asking, is Mike Fires ever going to pitch? Probably not. He's, and if he does, it won't be against the Astros. Yeah, they'll they'll do everything they can to avoid that. He's a little bitch rat, and it makes no sense to have him pitch against the Astros because if I'm an Astro that he ratted out, you know what's accidentally happening when I swing the bat? You're letting it fly. Oh, man, that glove was wet. I don't know how that happened. Darn. Oh, sorry. Got your knee? How's that feel, bitch? Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's also Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975, at ESPN975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. But uh, it, it is a Tuesday, so about half of your texts are, are garbage and not getting read. So don't bother with those. And uh, there's also Twitch. Watch us on twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first two hours? Huh. A lot of good stuff. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, you guys are getting into a conversation on Twitch, which I, I didn't really intend to get to today, but I think it's it's interesting question about the biggest draft busts. And you have Anthony Bennett number one. It has to be. It has to be, right? So four four starts in four seasons. He played two seasons where he started zero games. Is that good? And he was the number one pick in the draft. Well, and he never amounted to anything anywhere. Not never. even the change of scenery. Now the the one way where you could say it's it, the the Odin pick is more of a bust. Maybe because they could have had Kevin Durant instead. Well, and that's yeah that and that is that is a fair point to make. But now he didn't go number two, but Victor Oladipo went number two behind Anthony Bennett. You know who else was in that draft? You could have drafted Giannis. Hmm. He's okay. He's all right at sports. He's he's okay. Rudy Gobert, but you who's know minus fifty five million to be the defensive yeah. player of the year. But, but see, I think it's also. You know, there's a lot of drafts where you look back and say, oh, well, you could have had Steph Curry. No, I get it. Or you could have had James Harden. Yep. And and so I, I don't, I'm not going to use that. Yeah, although in that case, it was pretty clear that it was Odin or Durant. Yeah. And, and so you know, that, that colors it a little bit because I think, you know, there, there were questions about some of those other guys. And, and in that case, it was one of them was going first, the other was going second. And it's it's not unlike Peyton Manning versus Ryan Leaf. 
somebody made the wrong uh, the wrong choice there, and and it just uh, in this case they had the first one. But um, no, I mean I, I think it's it's Bennett, and then Odin. So almost know how was he drafted that high? Well, Bennett, Anthony Bennett. I can't explain that one. I can't either. And n- I, none I, of us. I, knew I didn't what understand it at the time. I like. I mean, as someone who watches college basketball, I watched him play, and I was like, "No, that it, don't pick him." And they did, and it just it never made sense to me. And they got they got what they got what was coming. Now, mind you, when they when so I was in Austin when Greg Oden and Kevin Durant were up to be drafted, and I said, "Never in a million years would I take Greg Oden over Kevin Durant." I was very close to it, so maybe I was biased at the time. Yeah, but I also said I would rather have Al Horford than Greg Oden, and well, it turned out to be right. Uh, yeah, I mean, not like Al Horford was he had a, uh, he, some he kind had of a, legend. Had a good career though. But yeah, solid NBA career. But uh, but yeah, I I'm a listen. If you're if it's comes down to especially now a center or other. I'm usually taking other just because the shelf life of a big man is so iffy to begin with. I mean, even the, like the, even the big men who get drafted, who aren't busts like Yao Ming, it, it's a limited shelf life. Like you, you don't have, you don't have years and years and years of these guys. It, it's, it's, you know, well, okay. He's good for a little while and then he's, he's gone. The big thing about Durant was he, he couldn't, he couldn't bench press a bar by he himself. He was so yeah. so skinny, and that yeah, I, I don't know that that would ever turn me off about basketball because you know I, I don't need you to be that strong to score thirty points. Yeah, especially with you know, he, he's such a tall guy, and and you know he was never going to be a guy to get in there and mix it up down low. So I never needed him to do that. But at the time, Odin. Of course, Odin also looked like he was seventy when he was drafted. He did he looked like an yeah. old man? I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he really was seventy years old because his knees went fast. But everybody has busts. Like, yeah, you know, somebody mentioned Darko when the yeah, and that was a pretty good draft around him. Yep, with Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul, and yeah, you know, that, that and was, for Darko, like part of Darko's thing was he he didn't he didn't suck. You know, he just wasn't as good as the guys around him. Yeah. Yeah. And the the bang to hype on him was just off, and sometimes that happens. It happens, yeah. And but, uh, it, like, but Darko's another guy who, if you if you really take a look, I mean, the, the dude played in the NBA for for eleven years. Like, it was he? Did he ever live up to what he was supposed to be? No. But dude, you don't you don't play eleven years in the NBA and 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 say, well, that guy's a total waste. No, he had an 11-year NBA career. Uh, just, Joe Smith had a, a, a pretty long career. Yep. I mean, never great, but didn't, you know, he was an NBA player. And, yeah, it's just you have high expectations. But the same thing we talked about with the NFL stuff. It's, you know, number one picks aren't created alike. Yeah. Yeah, Peyton Manning is 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 not, you can't compare what a Peyton Manning pick to a, oh, Tim Couch pick. Yeah. Even though it's the same pick, and they're both quarterbacks, and you know, it doesn't always work out that way. So. Who did you like the year that Anthony Bennett was drafted number one? Who would you have taken? I have to go back and. I, I'm looking at it now. The guy I remember, I remember exactly who I would have taken number one. It was Otto Porter Jr., who 
again, would be looked at as a bad number one overall pick, but he's had a decent NBA career. Solid. The other guy I was in love with and I knew would not go number one was C.J. McCollum because he went to Lehigh. But yeah, and now that, no, that's that's a guy I like too. But you yeah, know, you you knew that a guy like that wasn't going to get picked that high. But but honestly, I would have said any. Uh, I wouldn't have said anybody but Anthony Bennett because I was I was pretty sure that Alex Lynn was terrible. Yeah, uh, and he ended up going in the top five as well. But yeah, I I I, I vehemently said, do not pick this Anthony Bennett. He is not good, and he he wasn't. Wow, you know, you, and I'm not always right. Uh, on no, these, like, but you, God, you you look at that that and, whole group. Oladipo, probably the best of that group. Maybe I mean, yeah, Nerlens Noel. Well, Giannis went in that draft, didn't he? Uh, oh yeah, Giannis. Yeah. Went, he went 15th. But I'm looking at like lottery picks. Yeah, and uh, Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, not good. One one time that I was wrong about uh, Gobert went 27th. About year. take. If, if it's between a big man and other, take the other. The Andrew Wiggins, Joel Embiid draft, I was wrong about that one. You should have taken the big man, dummy. <laughs> All right, let's take a uh, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I got the blue. I got the blue. I got the blue. I got the blue. I got the blues. And you can't tell me nothing. You are listening to the Blitz. ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. So... I uh, the the restaurant bar business is taking a hit here. It's clearly taking a huge hit in England, where they estimate that the food and beverage industry lost at least twenty five point six six billion billion. Oh, that's a lot of dollars. Euros. I, oh, that sounds bad. So they actually did a study to see how much people would need to spend in order to reach pre pandemic levels. A lot. A lot. Uh, yeah, so, uh, quite a bit, <laughs> basically every adult in England would have to purchase 124 pints. Let's do it. Uh, which frankly doesn't seem like that much. Like in one day in a year. Oh, I can do that. I can do that in a month. Yeah. Pretty sure. You know what? Because I, frankly, I think I can take on uh, the load of 11 of you. And do it in a year. You know what I'm starting to do? I'm like I'm trying to drink down my my beer supply. Yeah. So I'm not buying any beer or going out to drink. I'm just emptying out my fridge. I'm gonna I'm gonna be such an alcoholic by the time I move. If I move if if I move today to take all my beer and um my wife pointed out that my beer wasn't the only issue because I have like a a, a big cabinet full of bourbon and mezcal and tequila and mead. It would be about 600 bottles to move across the country. Mm. What? Yeah. 
So I'm, I, I'll probably bring some stuff in for us to drink, too, while we're at it. Yeah. I can't do it's it all too alone. damn hot. I'm only one man. I, I, I mean, it sounds like we're going to have to help, have a hell of a party for you. Well, maybe so. Well, we are going to have a, a a party, but I also I was telling him, I think this weekend I'm going to take a, a cheat weekend from the keto. I just, I really want a pizza and oh, some beer, yeah. pizza and some beer. And then I, I just, I won't overdo it, but yeah, cause I, I, I'm going to start maybe going down to six days a week now cause and, and see if that keeps working. Because I'm not too far from where I want to be, which is good. And um, you know what? Yeah, we, we probably will bring back happy hour. I mean, we probably can now. It's probably time. Yeah. Make each one happier than the last. Maybe so. So, uh, but there you go. Just uh, So that's what they have to do in England. 124 pints for their 58 uh, million people. Um, so I think every one of you should commit to spending money on 124 pints of beer this year. Well, I'm in. Just, just, uh, just a suggestion. I mean, I'll start buying pints when I get there, though. Yeah, but not to England. I'm not going to England. No, no. You know, I'm saying here. I mean, we, yeah. we want to, we want to support. To hell with the British economy. Let's get our stuff right. I guarantee I bought more than that already this year. I don't know that I have. I haven't. Uh, well, because I spent so much of the COVID doing what AJ's about to do, which is clean out my closet. Because uh, I just kind of figured. You know what? If I'm going to die, why am I aging these beers? What's the point? So I drank a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. No. But I uh, have an airplane story for you, too. Okay. Uh, JetBlue. Are you familiar with JetBlue? Yeah. Uh, a flight was diverted after an unruly passenger snorted a white substance in the bathroom. And uh, the entire plane got a laugh out of it. Uh, I wouldn't. Have, I don't think it's funny whenever a plane has to be diverted because of somebody. But uh, it was on its way to New York to San Francisco after a passenger went a little too far, reportedly made threatening gestures to other passengers, refused to wear a mask, and snorted a wiped substance during frequent bathroom trips. Now, how do they know this about the uh, the white substance? I don't know. But uh, but yeah, he also apparently touched a female passenger. Who was moved so she could feel more comfortable. Not wise, guys. He was also asked reportedly to wear a mask and didn't. There's video circulating on Twitter where a flight attendant announces what's happening to the passengers. Um, you know, but apparently when they announced this guy was seen snorting the white substance, the entire plane just started laughing and didn't complain about it. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. So I've, I've heard That's of- what I always do when I see someone doing cocaine on an airplane. I just laugh. Because what else is there to do? Well, when they start grabbing people and stuff, though, it's, that's not good. But, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody on a plane doing I've seen, like, people put blankets over them and do stuff to each other right across the aisle, which, like, mm, nice. But, no, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Coke on a plane. I would be scared to try to get it through security. I mean, I'm sure people have ways, but I'd be afraid of getting arrested. Hey, uh, Aaron, you go to Minneapolis a lot. I mean, I've been three or four times in the past six years. Yeah. Have you ever flown Sun Country Airlines? Never. Never even heard of it. I hadn't either. They're actually uh, going to be at Bush Intercontinental now. They're based out of Minneapolis. They've got some uh, new nonstop flights, uh, including to Cancun and Las Vegas. So they look pretty cheap. 
Um, you know, I, I kind of feel like I'm okay with Vegas with United, but you know, Hey, uh, so just a different, different opportunity for people. Saw that on culture map today. Yeah. Uh, and so we said, did you see what Derek Lewis did to the guy who tried breaking into his I did. Yeah. We talked about that early. Yeah. We talked about that to, uh, open the show, but, um, uh, somebody, somebody's also curious how your kids took the news of the move, getting a lot of that. Uh, they're, they're fine. You know, like my younger or my older son's a, a little salty about it because he's going into his freshman year and uh, was playing on his his uh, prep baseball team to make the high school team. And, uh, you know, he, he wants to go to high school with all his friends, but whatever, he'll get over it. He'll make new friends. He'll make new friends. Yeah, especially if he goes and kicks ass at baseball, everybody. The will. younger one doesn't care because there's skate parks everywhere. <laughs> Like every, pretty much every park has a skate park, and he's that he's all about skateboard life now. Oh, that's pretty cool. You can make some money doing that. Well, I don't know. If he'll make money. Get doing him to the it, Olympics. You know, it's all good. Yeah, I'm not picturing that working out. I'm not picturing either one of them making money, like with, you know, games. They're gonna have to like learn stuff. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. So you're saying that. We're not being good influences by saying, oh, man, go be a skateboarder. No. Oh, good. I mean, listen, skate and have fun. Same thing I tell my older older son. Play ball, have fun. But if you're counting on uh, if you're counting on Tony Hawk money down the road or Mike Trout money down the road, I think that's a fool's errand. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the former Packers GM, Ron Wolf, bitching about diva quarterbacks uh, in, re- in reference to Aaron Rodgers. So, and he was speaking specifically about Deshaun, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, and the, the kind of point is, is that now I, I think this is just the beginning is, is what they're getting at, which we've talked about before, that these guys look at basketball players and their ability to, to force teams to move them. Uh, and they're kind of speculating on who would be next. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Pat, Patrick Mahomes doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to want to get out of Kansas City in three years. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Lamar Jackson gets ticked off if they don't want to pay him. Maybe, but I think they'll pay him. Yeah, but I I, I think this is kind of just the beginning of these guys, and it does seem it 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 just seems like. And I don't think it's a bad thing that players have some power like this, but I do think that, uh, um, I think you guys need to get stuff like that in their contracts instead of demanding no trade clauses, demand that you're going to have some say in the organization or you get to, or you can be traded. I think we've just got to get away from these guys. And, and really the, the reason why the Deshaun one rubbed me wrong is because he started asking out before he even played a down on his new contract. Like they're so, they're they're so desperate to get that contract, that second contract signed. They don't care about anything else. They don't, but once it's signed now, it's like, Oh, now I can start complaining. It's, it's lame. Like it, 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 there needs to be like, Hey man, you, if you you sign a deal, a, a special, like, well, I I I feel like it's it's different with guys like Wilson and Rogers who've, sure. who've done it and who are later into their co- careers and contracts. 
than it is with a guy like Deshaun who just signed it. That that's what that's why Deshaun's bothered me more than Russ or Aaron Rodgers because he hadn't even started playing on the contract that he wanted traded out of. It's crazy. Like I don't know. And it, but these guys are like I said. They're, they've got a one-track mind to get that contract signed, and then they think they'll figure it out afterwards. He could have easily not signed that contract yeah. and been a free agent and got paid somewhere else. Well, he wouldn't have been a free agent for three years, though. Probably Although, not. now with the... Well, because they would have picked up next year, and then they would have probably franchised him twice. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's and, and that's okay. You invest that much in somebody, you should have the right to hang them around, at least have them hang around for that long, yep. but... You know what? It's it doesn't matter now because all it does is air hump and things like that. All right, uh, guys. Play. Guys, you notice I hardly wear hats anymore, and uh, you know it's it's not just because I don't want to wear them, it's just because I like the way the hair looks, and it's all thanks to Doctor Linville. And I think if you uh, uh, if you're going bald and you need to do something, then this is a guy to go to. Uh, he just go to nine seven five hair dot com and sign up for your free consultation and listen to what he can do for you. Uh, and basically all he does is extract individual follicles from the back of your head where your hair always grows and transplants them to where you're thinning. So it's your own hair. Uh, he can redraw your hairline. He can do all kinds of stuff. There's uh, minimal discomfort. Discomfort. There's no linear scar. I actually came in and did the last hour and a half of the show the day I had it done. So you're right back in business. And, uh, man, he just wants to help people out. And while you're there, take a look at his hair because his hair looks magnificent. Go to 975hair.com. Get your free consultation for ESPN listeners. Find out what it's all about. Get your hair back today at 975hair.com. Dr. Linville is the man who can help. You put him out the sky. Low clouds, mesmerized, below eyes, floating on the doja. I'm breezing. Now I'm feeling for some lunch. Doc was a go go. Digested with the roll of the stroll. Then I'm back on the road. Where to next on this? You're listening to ESPN 97.5. We're taking a break. Okay. That's cool. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-3776. I just realized we only have two segments left, sir. Time, it is a flying. Was there Freddy. something you wanted to get to that we hadn't done yet today? Um, We, we didn't talk about Kevin Pillar getting hit right in the nose. Yeah. That was 94 miles per hour to the, to the snout. Um, They took him to the hospital, and it looks like he's going to be all right. I mean, as all right as you can be if you get hit by a fastball in the face. Yeah. Um, and he like did. I mean, it was obviously unintentional. Uh, I mean, the the guy just ball got away from him, and you could you could see his reaction was was rough. But uh, like multiple nasal fractures. So I don't know what the uh what the timeline is going to be, or if Kevin Pillar is going to play the rest of the season in a mask like Rip Hamilton. That'd be kind of badass. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. In the face. And he's a tough dude. Like, he's known to be a, a tough dude, but... There's not much you can do about that. Nope. I mean, I don't care how tough you are. Well, I told you, I I had a kid who... I, I've had two kids get hit in the face this season, but one of them got hit in the mouth, and, like, it, there was... By the time I got to home plate, like, there was a pool of blood, a puddle of blood on home plate, 
I mean, he was just leaking, and it had put a hole in his face. Like, you, there, you could see inside his mouth through his cheek, and he, like, got up and walked to first base and then, like, went out to play third base for the in the, in the next inning. And then finally his mom was like, no, take him off the field. He's going to the emergency room. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, it's it's wild. And Kevin Pillar, I mean, he was just – it was gushing blood. That'll freak you out too, man, because, I mean – you don't. I think when you get hit that hard, you don't know exactly where it's coming from right away. You don't know exactly yeah. what's damaged. Although I do feel, I mean, like your teeth and your eyes have to be your priority, I would guess. But I don't know. It's messed up. Do but, you see, that yeah, that was. But it looks like all the scans and everything cleared out, and and he's good. I think, and it scored the the go ahead run. Well, yeah, and that's, uh, that's and what that's, that's what matters. That's all that matters. You, that's, no, an, that's an RBI, Bubba. Uh, you know that that's uh, you don't need him for the rest of the season. You can go ahead and sacrifice him just for one run in one game. That's okay. Yeah. Did you see the uh, Braves pitcher who uh, decided to punch a bench in the dugout? Yes. What a dope. and broke his hand. Yeah. Not wise. Uh, do that baseball is. players get the the dumbest off field injuries? Yes. Well, that's well, and yeah. that's technically. Well, I mean, but that's not in the game. Yeah, but it's not an injury from playing. It's, uh, I mean, I guess the worst football ones are when guys get hurt during post game or post touchdown celebrations. I've seen that a few times. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. But dude, don't punch the dugout. Maybe just get the guy out (laughs) instead of getting mad and punching a dugout because that doesn't end well. Well, learn your lesson, boys. And typically, I feel like guys do that once, then they stop punching walls or benches or whatever. Uh, You know what? Go ahead and use your other hand. Or just like... How about that? I don't know. If you're going to do it, that way if you break your... Do what the hitters do and just beat up the the Gatorade bucket with your back. Yeah, that's always a good one. It's a good way to react. Sure. Uh, Do you see? I, I think you'll be a fan of this. I know some of these movie franchises go on way too long. I, I don't think we need any more fast and or furiouses. But, hey, people go to them. You were a fan of the 300, right? I liked that movie, yeah. But I didn't like the second one. I didn't either, but uh, apparently Zack Snyder revealed that he wrote the final chapter of 300 during quarantine. Okay. Um, His Army of the Dead hits Netflix on Friday. I'm looking forward to that. But... uh I'm kind of interested. I, I I think he's really rebooted his career with uh, the whole Snyder Cut thing. Yeah, maybe so. And, and because it, that thing came out so well. And yeah, it, it, and I, I was surprised because other than 300, I, I don't think he's done anything where I go, wow, that was really, really good. But his version of of Justice League, I, I, I was wowed by. So I, I definitely want to see it. Have you seen the UFO reports on CNN and Fox News? I just know there's something coming out. I haven't been paying attention because yeah, you know, I'm I'm more of an ancient astronaut theorist, not a current uh, alien theorist. But yeah, I, I mean, I think this is the the latest thing to distract us, right? It's like first, oh, everybody's going to die from the pandemic. Now everybody's going to die from aliens. I don't think we're going to die. I think I think uh, you know what's going to happen. A- aliens are going to show up. They're going to sit down. They're going to drink some good beer with us. 
and we'll all get along. That's what I think is going to happen. Even Shaq has a UFO story now. Like everybody's on this. I just, I just want it noted for the record. I was ahead of the curve on all of this. You were. I mean, it's a little insane, but uh, I definitely was. Uh, man, I'm going to save this for tomorrow, but because we don't really have enough time for it. But somebody did a list of the 50 most badass movies. And the first thing I saw at number 50 was uh, Tombstone. I was like, okay. It's a badass movie. I might be able to get into a list like this. Okay. So we will save that for tomorrow because there's too many of them. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't, I can't find the damn thing. Well, it doesn't matter if we're going to save it for tomorrow anyway. Yeah, I'm sure I can dig it up. But uh, 69-45, Pacers leading the former Bobcats at halftime. I'm going to, uh, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Hornets don't come back from this. Well, it is early yet. Is it, though? Yeah. All right. It's basketball, man. All it takes is one big run. I'm not liking their chances. Yeah, this is a really good list. And uh, Joe Burrow on track for full go for week one. That's pretty good. I mean, it's got to be a good sign. Oh, and oh. I guess tomorrow, are we gonna have to? Uh, are we gonna have to come up with our our golf picks? I guess so. All right, are right, we doing golf again? I mean, it's there's a major tomorrow. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, we're a golf show. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see if we can track down Will Doctor to give no. us no. None. No, I want an overview. None of us can talk to Dr. Intern before we make our picks. Agreed? No, that's fair, but I mean, yeah. just have, have him on to... Yeah, once to we pick our, our teams, team. he can do it. But now, I like, I don't want any of us trying to cheat. He's good at this stuff. Yeah, he doesn't get to play. I no, want to make no way. But I, I don't want... With peace and love, I say no one asks Dr. Intern for picks. No, I'm not doing that. We're also off at six tomorrow, so we're gonna have to squeeze all this into two hours. Okay, it's, it's listen. It's, a, it's just a bunch of badass movies and some golf. That's oh, it. We, we that don't have time. Be, that can be the whole what show. What do we got to talk? We got to talk Texans, huh? Well, we're gonna have a new accuser for Deshaun. We're gonna talk about the Rockets. We're gonna pull his towel off in public. We're gonna recap the Astros game for two hours. No, we're gonna talk about movies. And we're gonna pick our golf teams. I like it. It sounds like a good two hours to me. So, yeah, that. All right, I'm in. Definitely in. Um, Zach Lowe gave out his uh, All NBA team, and he um. There's a name that's absence is conspicuous. Okay. But we talked about how weird it was going to be this year because of all the injuries. James Harden does not make the list. First, second, or third team. Well, he's missed a lot of time. He has. So he's got uh, Joker, Giannis, Don, uh, Luca, Dame, and Steph on first team. Uh, Joel Embiid, Kawhi, LeBron, Jimmy Butler, and Chris Paul on second team. 
13, Gobert, Paul George, Julius Randle, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving. Hmm. So um, he says uh, there were three first-team locks, Curry, Giannis, and Jokic. One of Lillard and Doncic was a lock for the second guard spot. That just left one pesky forward spot. He said for most month I had Leonard there, um, but Leonard finished with a bit of a whimper, so uh, so he went with Luca. Okay. Uh, I don't know that. I guess I, I wonder about Irving getting on there, even third team, but I mean, he missed a lot of time too. Yeah, everybody missed a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, I, I think that being the case, the, the only guy who didn't miss a lot of time is a guy who's the runaway MVP winner. Like he didn't miss time, so and and he was dominant all year. He's the easiest. This is the easiest MVP vote in a long time. And Steph Curry had a a, a great season, but it, this this one isn't going to be. This is a no brainer, I think. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it, yeah, we knew it was going to be a weird year, yep. and and it. I don't. I don't fault too much of what anybody does there. I, th- I think you can make a case for or against a lot of people and. Yeah, at least you got and, some- and listen, James Harden is not the only like top flight player who didn't get on the list. Anthony Davis, I think we all agree, Anthony Davis is one of the best players in the league. Heard of him? He's not on the. He's not on any of these teams. So, as Charlie Palillo say, attendance is part of the grade. I thought it was like attendance is part of the grade. Well, maybe you do it better than me. <laughs> Remarkable. All right. Quick break, a little hey man bleep that when we come back. It's a blitz on ESPN 975. The Blitz Blitz on ESPN 975. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Have you signed up for our ESPN 97.5 listener email yet? You can get the latest information on what's happening with your favorite radio station, including upcoming events, giveaways, and a chance to be highlighted as our listener of the week. Head to ESPN975.com and subscribe now. All right, let's do a little hangman bleep that. Aaron, why don't you lead us off? You, you seem very interested today. Well, I'm going to need AJ's help with mine. Um, but recently, uh, your favorite person, Fred, uh, Prince Harry, I don't even know his last name, Prince Harry Britain. Harry whatever. Styles. Harry Styles is actually a somebody. This is just Harry UK. Harry, Harry Potter. Britain. Harry Potter. You mean Royal Prince Harry? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was on the. Uh, I respect arm- Prince Harry. He's the one who left all the royal family, right? And bitched about it because his woman bleep whipped him to make him leave. Uh, well, you could also maybe say that he married a black chick and the royal family didn't like it, so he told him to f off. Before that, she also, when they were dating, made him get rid of all of his sport hunting rifles because he was a military man, had his old military rifles, and had sport hunting rifles. And she said, I don't like them. So, of course, he got rid of them. Well, listen, he, 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 that's he, what you do for love, right? <laughs> Screw that. 
What if what if uh, what if your wife said to get rid of your guns? You better find a way to shoot bullets to protect that I can use to protect myself. What if she said I'd rather you learn how to use a knife? Can Are it be you, a gigantic like sure? Can, but katana? she said if she said it's me or the guns, what would you say? Nah, probably still the guns. You'd keep the guns, mm, probably. I don't believe you. she doesn't like it. What about throwing stars? You could get throwing. You could stars. have throwing stars. Yeah. yeah. That I don't want to cultural appropriate and get fired for that. I mean, we appropriated guns from the British with muskets. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> do I need to read this? <laughs> Anyways, well, hold on. He was on the Armchair Expert podcast with Dak Shepard, uh, and he had some comments. Go ahead. All right, all right then. I don't want to start going down the First Amendment route because it's just, it, that, 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 that is a huge subject and one in which I don't quite understand because I've only been here for a short period of time. But you can find a loophole in anything, can't you there? And you can capitalize or exploit what's not said rather than upheld what is said. I got so much I want to say about that there First Amendment as I sort of understand it, but it's bonkers, isn't it? There, that, that's exactly what he yeah. sounds like. I think, although he's all a little right, bit all right by order. But listen up, you little inbred royal. You moved here. Guess what? We fought a whole damn war. Because we don't give a damn what you and your people think about it. The First Amendment is there to protect from people like you. So, for you and your bitchy-ass wife, you can take your ass, go live in New Zealand, or go live in Canada where they worship your kind. He might. That's a military man. man. He might whoop your ass. No, he would not. He might. He didn't do a damn actual bit of service, I bet. He might whoop your ass. Yeah, bring it on. He's a ginger. He doesn't have a soul anyways. I'll go next. That's kind of a myth, but, you know... (laughs) I have no. a good authority from a ginger that they do not. I mean, my son is a ginger, so I, I can I can actually confirm. Uh, <laughs> listen, there's too many of these stories that start with this. A driver says their Tesla was in autopilot mode when they hit a Snohomish County Sheriff's Office uh, SUV, SUV on Saturday. Like, until we master autopilot, we got to stop putting autopilot in cars. All right. Like this has to be this technology has to be perfect. Like no room for fail. There are way too many stories where and and imagine that you put it in autopilot mode, what's the first thing it does? Smash into a cop car. I mean, when are we going to learn about this autopilot? We got to stop it. To that I say, hey man, f- that. Yeah, because I thought the only reason to have autopilot is so I could go and drink and drive again. Yeah. Say, like, okay, take me home, Jasper. All right. Uh, mine is, uh, you know, we talked about uh, Joe Lowstein getting a PPP loan yesterday, which, yeah. which I mean, I'm like, uh, unbelievable. Well, it's not that unbelievable. Well, no, and a lot, of, a lot of companies did that that, frankly, didn't need the money. And I also had friends who got turned down that did need the money. So I, I get really irritated when I see that. I get really irritated when I see that a 29-year-old from Miami uh, falsified federal applica- applications to land $3.9 million in PPP loans and promptly went out and bought a Lamborghini. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, and basically, he bought a whole bunch of stuff with the money. It wasn't to keep him, people employed. And uh, now he's going to uh, jail. So... Uh, he falsely claimed his companies paid millions of dollars in payroll, 
State and bank records, however, show little to no payroll expense during this period. He's, uh, he, he bought a Lamborghini, spent thousands on dating sites and fancy hotels in Miami. Uh, people like this, I, I'm, I'm going to put him in that box of hate right below pedophiles, but where he can see them from there. And hopefully they're both getting punished the same way in prison. To that, I say. Hey, man, f*** that. All right. Some good stuff on Hey Man Bleep That today. So, yeah. Aaron, not liking the Brits. Is this a personal thing? Does this Did, did you get turned down by an English girl with bad teeth once? No. Okay. I wouldn't have gone near because she had bad teeth. So. Yeah, yeah but she's got a nice accent. And oh, but I have a problem with... All right, she ain't got that great of an accent now, does she? It just it reminds me, I watched Snatch the other day, and that's all that keeps playing through my head. <laughs> Between that and Brad Pitt's, like, gypsy, weird accent that you can never understand. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. He did so great with that movie. Yeah, I I, I thought, I mean, I, I like, I thought the whole thing was pretty damn good. It's but Very underrated. Just like my, if you're going to move here from California or some other hellhole, don't come here and try to change it to what you went back to. Same thing for Brits and any other country. Don't come to this country and try to change it to whatever you came from. You left it for a reason. Get out of here. I, I, I don't talk to my boys like that. Don't talk to my bloke. They've got four separate countries in that country. He could have gone pick one of them. Well, he wanted off the island. He's like, listen, you don't like you don't like my black wife. Suck it, pal. I'm out of here. I bet the French would have loved her. Well, he doesn't like French people. Who does? You're Who likes French big, people? Big, Go ahead and name someone. Nobody. I mean, not even the French. Yeah. No. Big big. Uh, Canadians love French people. No, I don't even think they no, do. Only only Quebecers. Um, and they're the oh, and they're not real people. They're the worst people in Canada, to be honest. <laughs> well, they they're all French Canadians. They're hosers. Uh, no, hosers are farther west. <laughs> but uh, the uh, oh, hell, I had a point, and now it's gone. What the hell? But uh, yes, you, you, whatever he said. You can say on the radio. Don't worry about it. Because it may be a bad word in England. It's not a bad word here. But you know what? A, a little underrated fact. This is what I was going to do. You know what? There, there's a lot of racism in Europe, too. Yeah. I know I know. people like to beat us up and say, oh, we're the worst. We're the worst. Like, uh, I take a look at some of those uh, those European fellers over there. And that other prince is the one who's like, oh, we're not racist. We're not yeah. racist one single bit. Oh, we're there. Yeah, but you, but you are. Oh, not us. Then why'd you kick your brother out of the family for marrying a black girl? Oh, well, that was their own choice. They left by their own accord. I like. I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that accent as as much. Yeah, but that's that's. I like to that's give every a, that's Brit- a rich like and to, famous accent. I like though. to give every British person the Peaky Blinders accent. And really, I don't even know how to do the accent. I just know how to say "All right, all right." Yes. By order of the Peaky Bleeping Blinders. Yeah, see, I always think of the uh, the royal family as like the uh, teacher from Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Remember the English teacher with the little jaguar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I think of them. It turns my wife on when I use that accent, by the way. It like, gets her really riled up. Mm. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Good she job, calls it boys. The moisturizer. <laughs> Till tomorrow, stay sportsy, <laughs> bitches. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.